Hey guys, welcome to WDWNT Nerd Alert. I'm your host, Joe Hogarty, and joining me today is Charlie Hunter. Always a pleasure, Joe. Always a pleasure. It's, yeah, it's always fun to have you on, and you know, right now, Jack is still in the middle of his move. We don't know when he's going to come back. Uh, hopefully, it might be next week, might be the week after, but uh, he's just moving house, and it's taken him a while. And Fedra is actually, she is at her dad's house. So she's helping cleaning up, I guess, some of the debris that happened during the hurricane. And um, I think he's, where where is she from again? I keep forgetting, she's gonna kill me if she listens to this. Uh, is she from Czechoslovakia? No, she's gonna, she's gonna kill you. Yeah. I thought it was um, not like the old Yugoslavia. Um, I, I, uh, I don't know. My geography is my worst. worst Mine too. But anyway, I think he's over. He's He went over there. So to the old homeland, wherever it was. Anyway, let's not talk about geography and families. Let's talk about some fun old stuff. Now, I know you're all hyped up. I was going to ask you, do you want to cover the news first? Or do you want to cover She-Hulk and Andor first? But I think since you're so hyped up, on wanting to cover She-Hulk, we'll leave the news for the end. Really? Okay. Well, I, I can, I can wait. I can curb my enthusiasm, Joe. You think so? Yeah, if you do, I don't, I don't want to. Uh, well, the good thing with good was going the through the news last, though, and I, I know your time is limited here, is that we could cut things that we don't need. So let's just go through She-Hulk and and Andor, you know, and then we'll get to the news. We've been doing that lately because we lose our enthusiasm when we're doing it at night. And then when we're, when we're finally we're up to talking about the shows we watched, we're like, oh, I hope it ends soon. So it's sometimes it's better to have the news. All right, well, let's get into it. All right, let's get into She-Hulk episode nine. And this was Cole. Whose show is this? So what did you think? It wasn't our show, Joe. It wasn't, it wasn't for us. <laughs> That's true. Who, who knew, Joe? Who knew that Disney could, could double down? Um, Shows shows that offend the fans are quite a few of them. So we've had Falcon and the Winter Soldier, we've had Loki, we've had Hawkeye, we've had oh, just just a series of things, one division that haven't lived up to the hype. But but it's always angered the fans. But in this case, She Hulk goes, Do you know what? I'll double down. The fans are the bad guy in this show. We don't have a bad, we don't have a bad guy. But the bad guy is you. The bad guy is the comic book reader that has invested in She-Hulk and is upset of the way it's been treated, who has sat there and read a series of comics and invested in a character, multiple characters, and gone, I have, I have a, I don't have a high bar, maybe. I just have, tell me a story and tell me something about She-Hulk. Put her in an adventure, put her in something and let me show, let me go on that journey with her. And because I dared to ask for a story, the writers turned around and went, you're the problem. You're the issue that this show doesn't work. So do you know what we're going to do? We're going to ridicule you. We're going to pastiche, make fun out of you. And everyone's going to have ha, 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 one big laugh going, look at what we did to those toxic fans, that those people that didn't like the show. No, I'm not having that. There's a difference between people that are really really would not like the show. We've talked about this. I think we talked about it last time. There will be people that won't like the show, whatever it does. 
and there, there will always be people that are going in there, whether or not they're, you know, having to um, monetize their reaction. I don't know. But genuinely, there will be a lot of people out there that go, is this, who's this for? And I think you they've just, I know I've got a lot more to say, but I, I would just think there's a lot of things, there's a lot of disappointment, I would I would think, in that final episode where people go, well, if that's what you think of me, then maybe I should take my subscription elsewhere because I'm obviously, maybe I should take it to Warner Brothers. Maybe I should give it to, to people that are actually recognising that are not on a scorched earth policy that is basically trying to wipe out everything. Take something and wipe it out and move on to the next thing and take that and wipe it out. It treated the audience like children. In fact, Amanda watched 10 minutes of it uh, Amanda's my other, for those who don't know, Amanda's my other, just my other, I was about to say, she's my co-presenter co, co on Rusty Junk. No, she's my partner, <laughs> sorry, firstly, and my co-presenter. She watched 10 minutes of this and went, what the F is this? And who's this written by? And I'm like... See, do you think Amy would like it, your daughter? Maybe. I wouldn't put her through it. <laughs> well, what, you know... What do, do, so do you think Jen Walters is a good role model? She's quite uh, easy. She's quite easy. She likes get. She likes a bit, a bit of a drink. Um, she doesn't seem to have any self awareness or self responsibility, despite the fact that she's attained lawyer status. She doesn't seem to have any of the sort of professionalism go with that. No, Madonna's a better role model than than Jen Walters. You, when you say that she likes a drink, now this brings up something that came out of the first episode. The Hulk tells her in the very beginning that alcohol has no effect on them, which I don't understand what that meant. Does that mean that they don't get drunk or does that mean that they don't get sick? Because she's done both, you yes. know, unless she has to be the Hulk while she's drinking. I don't, you know, I, I don't get it anyway. I mean, that's it's it. There is a lot of poor writing in this. Do you, not feel cheat- do you not feel cheated, Joe? Before you well, before you give that, you you you've been very kind to the show. I have been, but too kind, I, I I would probably say. But you know, I still enjoy it. You know, it's kind of like, especially if you look at all the crap that we've gotten before. I mean, that's this my problem. That. Oh, this beats that. I, I don't know. I mean, I well, first of all, what what I like about it is it's short. It's sometimes it's twenty minutes long. I don't like these hour long episodes. Like, like, give me something 20 minutes if you're going to. Although it seems like they kind of shortchange this a little bit where you'll have a story where they're like, hey, look, we got nine episodes. It probably could have been six if they would have put it in its proper order. But for some reason, they felt like you're getting more when you're actually really not. It, you know, like, this, it, again, it could have been six episodes, six episodes instead of nine. But I, I do have fun with it sometimes. I mean, I not like I laugh out loud. I never laugh out loud. I don't I think Dumb and Dumber was the last time I laughed out loud <laughs> at anything. That's how, like how cool, cool. Oh, also super bad. I thought super bad's pretty funny too at times. But yeah, it's uh it, it's amusing, I'll say. And it and I feel like it's harmless too. But I will say this last episode I think was the worst one. And I do think it's insulting to the fans yep. and anyone that has a brain. Because basically what you're saying is that, well, the Marvel Universe really doesn't exist. It's just all written and made up, you know, uh, 
you know, what's what's real. So that that whole story from episode one to episode nine really just didn't exist. Like they're they're opening up the curtains and saying, no, it's it's just that She-Hulk doesn't really exist. It's more like the writers, they write the story and uh, Kevin, which was, I, I swear that had to be the writers kissing Kevin Feige's ass. Oh God. It's like, we had this idea of making you like the villain in this, but what you, we're, we're going to call you Kevin, but it stands for, what is this stupid thing? I think I have oh. it written down. Uh, I'm not even going to say it, but, but you know, it's, it's, I watched it and it's funny because I know a lot of people watched it with subtitles and they blew it because when they first said, oh, you, 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 you can't speak to Kevin. And when they said it in subtitles, it was capital K dot capital E dot capital F, uh, F, right, okay. F V dot, you know, everything was like that. So you knew it wasn't Kevin Feige. You knew that it was some sort of AI thing. So they're idiots for, for doing that first. Cause a lot of people watch with subtitles on, um, but it just was just so stupid and dumb. I, uh, and again, it's, it's, it's very insulting. I think to the fans, like if I was a huge fan of She-Hulk, I'd be pissed off Yeah, because yeah. she's not the character that I wanted, but I'm not a huge fan of She-Hulk. So I'll, I'll watch it. It's kind of, again, like I'm trying to think is like some series. Well, like the boys, it's like, I didn't read the boys comic book. I didn't know how accurate all of those superheroes were to their comic book counterparts, but I still enjoyed it. And I, I know there was a lot of uh, gender swapping, race swapping, but I was okay with it because I don't know those characters and I had a good time with it. But again, if, if you're someone that bought She-Hulk comic books and and I, I couldn't even tell you what, what uh, Jen Walters looks like uh, in comic book form, in human form. So she might have blonde hair, red hair, or whatever, or black hair. And, you know, it's, it would bother, you know, it, it would bother me if I was a real fan, you know, with things. So anyway, um, I don't know. My point is I could see people being upset by it if they're big fans of She-Hulk. And, and the finale goes, and you're the bad guy. Here's a mirror. You're the bad guy. So they get, they get to the end of it and get told, yeah. We don't want your kind here. We don't want the people that invested in this. We want a new audience. And guess what? Just like everything else that happens, Joe, nobody, the people that they think aren't going to watch because they insult the people that would would watch, religiously watch, the others don't come. And the, all of these shows have tanking tanking um, audience figures. Like yeah. the rings of power. It's just, and then you go, in the end, who did you make this for? Because your core audience that watched the Peter Jackson one went long time ago, a long time ago. So all you've got left now are people that don't really like Lord of the Rings. And that's you know? the problem again, is they don't, they're not respectful to their core audience or the character and the yeah. core audience buys comic books, uh, the woke or the people that they're writing this for don't buy comic books that's right. and they don't watch this show or if and they do watch merch. it, and don't yeah, buy merch. Don't buy merch. And but they're not that big of a percentage. So like when you see like an episode of the She-Hulk, I, I don't know how much it's doing. I, I mean, I heard one episode got 20,000 views. I don't know if that's uh, confirmed or anything. Like Disney will never tell us the truth. Because I, I learned something 
I don't know if I said this before, is like Disney and uh, Amazon Prime, all these different services, they'll count. Like if you turn on, like say like a show, like you're watching Rings of Power and you watch like five minutes of it and you're like, oh, that's crap. They'll count that as a view, even though it's not really a view, <laughs> you know, but they, in their minds, like they'll say, they try to analyze like where people turned off specifically for a show. So if, if people turned off within the first five minutes, they're like, all right, people didn't like that scene for some reason. But yeah, it's crap that, you know, we, there's, there's not a, um, what's it called? An actual kind of syndicate that will release actual true data of what kind of views these shows are getting. Instead, we're, we're getting, well, take our word for it, you know, take our word yeah. for it that we have this many subscribers and that we're doing so well. But then when the accountants look at their books and they're like, well, well where's all the money? <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's like, yeah, because like we have all You've these lost subscribers. subscribers, not gained. Yeah. And it's like, well, how many paid subscribers do you have? Because again, like you can buy a cell phone and you can get a year of Disney Plus for free. That's not a paid subscriber, but they, they Disney will report that <laughs> as actual yeah. subscribers, you know? Yeah. Anyway, um, getting back to the show. Yeah, it's, uh, I will say, I like this part. And I know you didn't like it. I like the homage that they did to the original Bill Bixby, The Incredible. When I watched it again, I didn't mind it. I thought that um, was fun. And I went, and, and at the end, in, in fact, in the context of writing notes and going back and watching it again, just to write some notes, none of which are kind. Um, I was just, does the other Hulk series exist in this world that she dreams about? Oh, you know, that's a good point. And there was part of me that goes, <laughs> you yeah, see, then you're going to blow people's minds. <laughs> that's really, otherwise, that's really, that's, that's a really cool dream that, that you've had. It's like scene for scene. What it made me think, and the reason why I changed my mind from initially telling you that I didn't like it, give me that series. Just give me that. I hated that series. I'm sorry. No, no, but just give me that instead of this. Give me a series that at least looks like it's got something to it and a reason to exist. I, I, I Well, I'm going to tell you, I watched, because there was nothing back in the 70s. You only had like maybe five real channels, and there usually was nothing on. And I would watch. They talk about us. We had three. Yeah, you guys were worse. I don't know yeah, how you yeah, survived. Yes. We only got Channel Four in that. I wonder why it's all those soccer hooligans. It's like because you had nothing else to do. Drink, drink and fight. Yeah, yeah, drink and fight. But yeah, I mean, it's like first of all, he wasn't Bruce Banner. He was David Banner because they felt that Bruce was too feminine of a name. Now, like people would freak out over that. It's like, how dare you say that Bruce is a feminine name? Um, how times have changed, and um, and and you only saw Hulk like maybe for two to three minutes in each episode. And I don't want to see that. I want to see Bill Bixby, you know, having problems and all that stuff, getting arrested in jail, and say, "I'm innocent. Let me out." And then. Some prisoner punches him in the face and he turns into the Hulk. And plus, I mean, and I, I like Lou Ferrigno, yeah. but he just didn't look like the Hulk. You know, you got more Hulk in that show than you did in this. Mm. You got more Hulk stuff. Oh, I mean, are you Pop, saying Hulk stuff? I mean, are you saying uh, She Hulk or, or Green Hulk? Time? Yeah. Nah, She Hulk, there's a lot of screen time with She Hulk. Is there? Yeah. I would say there's, you know, there's more 
in She-Hulk than there is in the Bill Bixby one. But anyway, I, I don't know. I, I, I kind of like that. I think that they actually had that in The Incredible Hulk with uh, Edward Norton. Uh, they kind of did a little homage to that too, where he was in the chair and, you know, he had the, like the target on it, on his brain or his face, like there, he's getting the gamma radiation. So there's that. I mean, maybe they're, they're trying to imply that originally Bruce, who was Edward Norton at the time, that's the same uh, Mark Ruffalo character. Maybe he went through something like that. Maybe they, they could say something like that, but I'm sure, but it, it does just ruin it. First of all, if the writers show up, they have their heads so far up their asses that they think that they're celebrities. That's what bothers me. Yeah. Uh, and again, it, and it's Disney and it's Marvel. Like they have to highlight that most of the writers are women and, uh, and they, they're trying to make them stars and then they have them doing interviews. And then by doing interviews, they're just pissing off people by, you know, some of them are like, well, we like to use pronouns for our Hulk. So there's he Hulk and she Hulk. It's like, no, nobody wants to hear that crap. It's just going to piss off people. I, I, you know, unless you're for the, the show that you're writing this for, it's like, yeah, that'll make them happy. You know, but the majority of people that want to see a She-Hulk show or a Hulk show didn't want to hear pronouns in front of Hulk. They just want to, you know, he's the Hulk. He's the original, basically. Same thing with Thor. What are you going to call him? He Thor? What? So what would you call her? She-Hulk? Well, She-Hulk was always She-Hulk. Yeah. But I think that they find that offensive, too. Well, she she kind of implied that she finds that offensive, that she's not really... Despite the fact that she thought she spent one entire episode fighting for the name. Yeah, well, that's what she didn't like the name at first, but then when uh, what's her name? Tatiana. Tatiana. Yeah, when when she uh, copyrighted the name, she flipped out and she's like, no, that's my name. I don't know. It it is stupid writing, but again, it's in small bite-sized pieces that I can watch on TV and it's, it's, it's painless. It's like, you know, going to the doctors and only being there for a few minutes instead of having an eight hour surgery. And I'm a little okay with that, but yeah, it could it be better. Hell yeah. It could be oh, better, well, but it's not, but I still, when you look at all of these damn shows that I've watched, I still would rather watch this. Like if you, if someone said, I'm going to put you on a desert Island, I'm going to ask you this question. So I'm going to put you on a desert Island and out of all of the MCU TV series, you have to watch one episode of each of one series each day in order to get a coconut to survive. You know, exactly. <laughs> bizarre. bizarre. Yeah, it's a scenario yeah. that I'm making. Is it from Lost by any chance? It's like you know. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. But I'm just saying you have to choose one series that you can watch over and over again until the day you die, and it might be in your 90s. What series will that be? Out of all your, you, do you want me to name them? Well, well you uh, know, well, yeah. Wait a minute, it has to be a Marvel series. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, go on then. That's come out. Oh, you want me to no. name yep. them? Yeah. Oh, WandaVision. No. Falcon and Winter Soldier. Definitely not. Loki. Haven't watched it. What if? Definitely not. Hawkeye. Well, let's, 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 yeah, leave, let's leave it on the shelf. Yeah, we'll leave keep going. It. Yeah. Put it in column B for now. Come back to it. Yeah. Moon Knight. Definitely not. Miss Marvel. I uh, haven't seen. She-Hulk. Definitely not. Oh, my God. Well, there we are. It's Hawkeye. Yeah, I mean, I think That's a lot of people not- would say Hawkeye. I, 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 Again, I think that a lot of people like Hawkeye. It's still a medi- mediocre show, but it's like... It is. 
we're dying for mediocre. But a very low bar. It's a very low bar, Joe. Yeah. I I would still I I would probably say She Hulk, you know, just because I get a laugh at it at times. I'd probably just say screw the coconuts, I'll starve to death, you know. I mean, I'll I'll watch it for a while, but not until I'm in my 90s. But then when you look at what's coming up too, you got what if season two, you got secret invasion, you got Echo, you got Loki season two. You got Ironheart, you got a- Agatha Coven of Chaos, oh, and you got Daredevil Born Again. Nothing in that looks good. And I will say even Born Again doesn't look good now after seeing what they've done to Daredevil in the series, because you know they're going to carry that over to Born Again. Secret Invasion? Can we say maybe? Maybe, but I don't think it's going to be any good. Just because, you know, you look at their track record. I mean, look at all of these series that they put out. None of them yeah, are it's got are like, Ben Mendelsohn in it. Uh, come on. You, ben Mendelsohn. Uh, do you like him? Do yeah, you like him because he was in Rogue One? I, I like him because he was in... Um, he was good in Rogue One. Also. Oh, he was in an episode. He was in a series on Netflix uh, uh, about the supernatural. Uh, oh, and he was amazing. He's great in Ready Player One. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that was yeah. a mediocre movie, I will say. Mediocre. I, Good Lord. I could have been better. Oh. You, you, you have a Spielberg, high bar, Joe. Spielberg fails again in the 21st century. Well, I know he's not, he's not doing too well, but he's, he will always be the best for Jaws. So. Yeah, no, no, Jaws. I agree. Can we, yeah, can we, well, are we, can we go back to She-Hulk? Or we, sure. Oh, which one would you pick, by the way? Is it I She-Hulk? Said, yeah, I, said, I would say She-Hulk. Right. Because right. again, it's small. Because again, I they're only twenty minute episodes. You got to watch a whole hour of Hawkeye. You know, I only got to watch twenty episodes to get a coconut to survive. So <laughs> uh, 20, 20 minutes to, for a coconut. So Quite nihilistic, Joe. You, you're basically being you're living on coconuts for forty years. You said we get rescued when we're ninety. No, you die. <laughs> I mean, you just die. I mean, you at wouldn't some be point able to. Your body wouldn't be able to eat coconuts. Just coconuts. Well, whatever. Maybe they, they inject some kind of nutrients and vitamins in there. We'll, we'll survive. These are quite um, quite despotic people All right, maybe that we, are a part of this experiment. Well, well let's just say there, there are people there with guns that say, you can't eat until you watch Hawkeye or Shield. Well, what are they eating? Well, no, that's a way well, What are you going to do? You're going to attack people this with guns? I've got to show to get a coconut, and meanwhile, they've got fish and chips. They wouldn't have They've got like a catering, a catering truck on the island. Just, they would not have a just to and... point guns at me. That's, I'm that's in charge of this reason. scenario. They would not okay. be eating fish and chips, all right? <laughs> well, they're surrounded by fish. <laughs> what, what, what else are they going to eat? Uh, well, I, I just think of a fish and chips band, band that comes out and I'm like, no, no. Anyway, let's move on right, to this. Okay. We're, we're drifting into culinary things as we did before, but anyway. Well, let me address another problem. That oh, have dear. With the you, know, you can't let it go, can you? We've no, got to talk no, about I, I still cuisine. like it. I, okay. I still like uh, She-Hulk. But what's, oh, right. what's annoying with me with the MCU is that we did see that he brought in his son's car, you know, like for a quick second. You saw like he went to Sakar and brought in his son's car. Is, hey, everybody, this is my son's car, you know. Um, it was a really weird way to introduce him. Very strange. But this is what bothers me, and I, I wrote this down so I wouldn't forget. It's classic of what one of my favorite villains 
that we never see anymore you know like because uh, disney just doesn't do villains anymore syndrome said it best he says if everyone <laughs> is special no one will be you know absolutely and so they're always trying to like with hulk all right they had a she hulk but they gotta have hulk she hulk scar and now they got todd hulk too he's a hulk you know spider-man you got miles morales and spider-woman you know that are coming out captain america you got sam wilson peggy carter iron man war machine Ironheart, thor jane foster thor black panther shuri captain marvel who was originally marvell you got carol danvers miss marvel and monica rambo wolverine x23 dr strange wong and clea who was in that last oh, thing wong. and then i i salute dc because like even though you have superman you don't have multiple supermen on theatrically you have some like on tv which i think is fine if you want to have a spider-man in the movies you can have a spider-man in the tv but they don't create like where they'll have movies where like they'll have superboy or whoever the hell else you know you don't see that with batman usually when they have a batman movie it's bruce wayne as batman wonder woman it's uh diana and all that yeah but shazam though that one you had like six or seven different shazams basically with i just don't like when they do that where it's like they take a character and then like they have a spinoff of like either it's a different gender or it's a different race or it's a different type of person because again like what syndrome said if everybody's special no one's going to be peter parker was special for what he was for being yes. spider-man but yes. then like you look at the comic book series the spider-verse there might be thousands of different spider-men you know which is ridiculous well, no, this is why the multiverse is bobbins bobbins yep yeah so other pet hates from the show if i may um i liked at the start with the, the you know that the there's talking about trolling you know well you know they, they, they basically she was talking about being trolled oh trolled. Said, okay. oh yeah well oh you they, they baited you and you took the bait as if like no 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 the, the absolving you of responsibility you took the bait no you made these series of outrageous statements you have acted in this way you have trolls you have people that don't like it and by the way intelligentsia if i was sat there going i don't know who these people are have i met anybody recently which is really techy and turned out to be a real because obviously in this series every male is bad um i wonder if she's met anybody recently that's pretty handy with the tech oh wait the tech guy of course right and she's acting like so here's here's my other question, Joe. I don't know the answer to this, and I'm sure that you do. What's the starting salary for a lawyer? Starting salary for a lawyer, probably yeah. like six figures. Okay, well let's let's be generous. Let's say it's a hundred k. So, how long has she been a lawyer? Um, I don't know. I mean, in okay. the series. Well, should we say she's been a lawyer? She's passed law school. She's working at a really prestigious law firm because she's because they deal with um, defending superheroes. So let's say that she has been. So I'm willing to say she's passed her probation. Let's say, for example, she's on 400K. Okay, I'll, I'll say that. All right. You, yeah, she, she worked 
prior to that law firm too. So she's been out there for a while. And what is she like? Thirty-eight? Uh, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I would say. But yeah, late thirties. So it's willing. So you could even be a bit more generous and say she's been ten years. But let's just say she's not million-dollar lawyer. Let's say she's five hundred. Let's go five hundred thousand then. She's get five hundred thousand because obviously she's very good at what she does. So as soon as she has the slightest bit of hardship, you've heard the term um, uh, saving for a rainy day. Yeah, well, her rainy day came and she has to move back in with her parents, which, by the way, she treated like they were asses. Uh, she's not very kind to her, to her parents. She's not very, she's always like, you know, oh, well, I've got to move back. And, you know, and the mum goes, oh, well, I'm going to work out in the morning at seven o'clock. And, you know, I have the thing that I do. Well, of course they do. They're the parents, they've retired. You know, they've earned the thing. That's what happens when you retire. You've done your bit for society. You've put your taxes in and you've done all of that. And meanwhile, she's just going, thank you very much. She she has no money. How can she have no money? I don't I don't understand that. I don't even know why she doesn't have a yeah, I agree with you because there are times like when she went on all those dates with that Tinder thing or whatever. Yeah. And the guy left and was like, well, you got this. And and she looked at the bill and like her mouth opened up. It's like, really? You're a lawyer? And yeah. the bill is going to upset you over a dinner? Yeah. And even with the car that got demolished by that fight, you know, with um, the yeah, abominations. She answered, she, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know, she kind of freaked out. It's like, you know, I can understand, you know, your car and everything, but you're going to, I'm sure she's got insurance. I'm sure she's going to get the damn fixed, the damn thing fixed. Yeah. Uh, and she could probably afford to buy another car if she wanted to. Yeah. I mean, I, I get you. I feel like for some, it, it's, I think that the writers are just. Well, with empowerment. Weird. That's what I'm saying. If this show is all about empowerment, which it clearly isn't, and we'll get to that in a moment, then again, who's it for? And what the message is you're trying to say. On one hand, you go, she's master of her own destiny. She has that incident, which all of the people latched on to about going, well, you think you're, you've had it bad, Bruce? I've had it bad with catcalling. Right, okay, fine. We, we get the point. But where the empowerment would be, I don't need to go and stay back with my parents. I'm my own woman. I'm a, I don't know what they call it. I'm probably going to get it horribly wrong. It's like, I'm a yas queen or whatever. I don't know. I don't know what that is. <laughs> well, this, uh, I, I heard it on a on a thing, something Amy watched. It's probably, I probably just insulted it or I don't know, probably said it wrong. But yeah, it's about, and then suddenly she goes, no, I've got to move back with the parents. So we also had the um, more twerking. Why not? You know, is it more twerking? <laughs> yeah, more twerking. That I video of when, of, of when she was in college and there was video of her twerking and you're like, all right, okay. Oh, I wonder why her mum's showing her that bit of video. I wonder why. Anyway, right. Maybe, maybe it'll maybe it'll crop up again. Oh, yes, it does. Because then she sends their assistant sends that to try and get into the um uh what do you call it? The the what do you call it, the Hulk King to get into that circle. She sends that and, and gets herself well, gets an invite to go in there. And who knew? Because I can tell you this, and I'm probably going to make myself really unpopular and never be invited back, but I will tread carefully. Who knew that when the guy that had the earpiece in, was it Pug? Yeah. Right, had the earpiece in. Who knew that girls could be far cattier, far cattier towards other girls than men could ever be? 
because she's he's been he doesn't know what to say. He's that beta male that he just doesn't know how to act with alpha males. Now, don't get me wrong; these aren't alpha alpha males, right? But in the world he's in, he might as well be, you know, the the baddest baddest guys in the world, right? And he doesn't know how to, how to act. So who comes to the rescue? The assistant and says, this is what you need to say. This is how you put her down. This is how you get into that. And I'm like, well, I don't know what message that was supposed to be. Because <laughs> it sounds like you girls, ooh, when you you get vicious, we don't, we, we don't get like that. Oh, no, no, sorry. We are with the enemy. Because the, there's a guy that's just been on the TV that said, I used to date She-Hulk and, and all this. Sorry, yeah, stay on. It feels like stay on target, stay on target. They've got to be the bad guys. Oh, you just let the cat out of the bag. You've just had a women on women, a blue on blue, as they say. And you well, like that does happen a lot, though. Although... I know, but why put you tried to put it in a show? I know. No, you're right. Empowered. Um, what I was amazed at is why didn't anybody say what? Why do you have that earpiece in? Just one earpiece in, too. <laughs> yeah. You know, because it had to be obvious that he was getting notes from somebody. I don't know. Yeah, I, I mean, I did call it that the abomination was somehow connected because they not did in the way you thought. You no, thought he was going to be the real bad guy. Well, but he did. Well, but he he, it was his little place that they went to, um, and then he did kind of like act like they did, you know, for money basically. But yeah, I, I know my my nephew had told me uh, he thought it was Todd. And I was like, yeah, you make a good point there. And, and he was right about that. Um, oh, but can we talk about the embarrassing Disney Plus title screen thing? Yeah, I didn't like I know, you know what's weird? Jack really liked this episode. Jack, 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 you know, I think you're amazing and I respect you. And we really do. We are really missing you. But I am missing you because I'm missing your comic book knowledge where you would come in and hopefully back up some of the things that I've been saying, probably not everything, but at least back up the the disappointment. I want to know, so, so Jack doesn't feel any disappointment about how one of his characters that he grew up with and reading, he doesn't have any problem with how, how she's been treated, how the character's been treated. No problem. I don't know. Well, I just know he liked that episode because Fedra and I were ragging on it, you know, with yeah. our texts. Well, Fedra is like very, uh, very astute. <laughs> but yeah, no. Jack was defending it. He he seemed to really enjoy it. Uh, but it, look at look at what look look at what happened when you get to Kevin. The Kevin bit is basically I'm just writing stuff by algorithm. Well, some whoever's programming your algorithm <laughs> seems to have uh, not you know is continually drunk because they're getting it wrong. So you know the algorithm can only be as good as the person coding it or programming it. But what it does and what it says to you. It's, again, another massive, I'm going to nick from Monty Python now, a massive wet fish in the face that it slaps you around the, the, the head with and basically goes, do you know what? This absolves us of all responsibility for all of the bad shows we put out because it's done by a computer and they spit this thing out and this is what you get. And I think, um, I don't care if you're a robot or not. Somebody somewhere must be going, we're losing millions if not by the time this experiment is finished whenever it does finish billions that kevin reminded me of that uh, robot and wally wally remember yeah like yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um you know what's sad though is that p 
people will probably hate this episode a lot and there'll be a season two and there'll still be a lot of people that'll watch season two, even though they hated the last episode, just because they're like, well, maybe it'll get better season two, you know? Um, and I'll probably be one of them. I mean, I'll, I'll probably watch it, but it's like, it is, it's another example of rewarding mediocrity, you know, giving yes. them a season two. Um, and if they do just a little bit, you know, we should be surprised where like the, again, you look at a series like the Mandalorian where they went above and beyond what we expected. That's what we should get. Not yeah. the, the crap that we've been getting with the Disney plus series that they have with the MCU. And that's why I say, I think like you think secret invasion is going to be good. Yeah. It's going to be more crap. Uh, well, it's the best out of a bad bunch. Well, yeah. Can, can, I, can, I, be fair, can I be fair in this? I think the actress that plays She-Hulk is okay. I, I, think, I do too. And mm. I think she's she's just been fed really duff material to work with. And yeah, I think no, yeah, given given good material, I reckon she'd be she'd be okay. Yeah, no, I like her too. It's and I think that's important. It would have been a complete disaster if she was bad. But yeah, I, I I've liked her from the beginning. I thought she was kind of fun. And I don't think that this show is specifically an anti-man show because they, I, I think there is Joe, equal opportunity. It offender. always it is, it always. but it also they offend women too. <laughs> you know, it's like with um, Madison with a Y, and then the bridal party, and uh, even the writers. I think that you know she wasn't really a fan of the writers either. I just think that, like I said before, it's kind of like Larry David. She's surrounded by a bunch of jackasses. And she has to, you know, react to all of these people. Like, even when she's with um, Blonsky and his crew, they're nice and everything, but they're basically idiots, you know, and she's like in the middle just reacting to all of these people. Mm. I don't know. I I, I kind of like it. But yeah, I mean, I'm disappointed, too. I, I really feel they need to spend more money on on writers and just oh, realize, like, CGI. That CGI, CGI where she's walking yeah. across the parking lot. I thought, I think my computer could do better than that. Give me, give me a couple of hours. I'll, uh, I'll knock you something up better. You, you know what they could have done is they could have gotten um, Gina Carino to be She Hulk. Oh, nice. If, if she would have lifted for a couple, about six months, yeah, you know, she would have been like Lou Ferrigno. I would oh, have watched that. Been perfect. Yeah, but I guess it wouldn't mix with uh, Mark Ruffalo's Hulk though. Um, yeah, I'd like to see a kick Mark Ruffalo's ass. <laughs> That'd be fun. <laughs> oh, he probably vetoed that whole thing too. If they even suggested something. Oh, like that. yeah, absolutely, Mister Mister Woke. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, absolutely. But oh, and also Wong. Oh, I'm no, getting Wong. so sick of that guy. I mean, so basically, he's an idiot. I mean, he's breaking the law by taking someone out of prison. What just because you like him? I mean, it's I I don't understand the message oh, there. Just no, but I've had enough. Wong, I'm with you. Enough. Yeah. Oh, are you are you busy on another show? Wink, wink. Oh yeah, right, fine. You get to stop it with the self parody. You're not very good. Yeah. And Do you I know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna praise somebody else. It's always nice to see Mark Lynn Baker as her dad. Who is it? What is that actor? Larry from Perfect Strangers. No way. Really? Yeah. Oh, yes. Oh, I had no idea. Yeah. Oh well, first time I saw so him, I should have brought it up. But yeah, he's, he's the uh, 
He's the guy that lives in Balka, yeah. Because you said that name, and I was like, that name sounds familiar. Yeah. You know? And then perfect strangers. Perfect strangers. Man, I can't believe that's him. Oh, in answer to Desert Island question, can I have all uh, six seasons of Perfect Strangers? No, you can only. I want to watch that. No, no you can only starve. Teach MC no, I'll starve then, or I'll just watch Perfect Strangers and Miami Vice. It's like a vending machine, you know? Right. And once you choose once, they take out all the other series. So that's it. You're stuck with <laughs> Hawkeye. Have fun with that crap, too. Mm. Pizza Dog. Oh, God, it's got Echo. No, I take it back. Oh, oh God. No, yeah, it's got Echo. In realize yeah. All the things that were wrong with that show. You know, speaking of what was wrong, Overlord DVD was wrong. <laughs> When he, he said that she was going to turn into Red Hulk and that there was going to be Skrull Hulk. None of that happened. Oh, okay. So, well, see, you did. a stop clock is right only you know, twice a day. That's true. No, he's right sometimes. But again, I think a lot of it is lucky guesses. You know, he's got some insiders. and But he'll say, basically say, because he, he kind of tried to cover his ass by saying that they actually film three different scenes and then they decide later which one they're going to choose. So they did film, or they did write the the Red Hulk scene, but they decided right. not to go with it. It's like yeah. whatever, whatever. Okay. What? All right. I guess we'll move on. So we're going to talk about a series that I know you're a fan of. <laughs> yes. 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 And get all giddy, Joe. So you weren't here for the last episode where no, we talked because, about. Yeah, unfortunately, so I ran, can, out, ran out of time. Well, if you want to, you can talk about. That was called episode five, The Axe Forgets, and this one was called The Eye, which is episode six. So, yeah, I'll give you a chance. Let no, well, I mean, just just let's treat it as a whole. I remember talking, I don't know if I'm allowed to share our, our private communications where we uh, talk to each other, but you said, this episode's boring. I went, are they really going to wait another episode before they do the heist? Joe must be, you know, okay. I, I trust his judgment and... Yeah, we don't always agree wrong about Bond and things like that. But I mean, you know, nothing must happen in this episode. And then I watched it and went, it's the heist. It's the heist. (laughs) that They're going to steal the money for the rebellion. The heist from Mom Mothman's charity, by the way. I I don't want to see a heist in uh, a Star Wars show. What do you want to see? stuff, stuff Stuff that's not in canon been made up just 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 to placate uh, you know a couple of people that might want to see it in obi-wan um fights with darth vader that are never referenced before do you, want, do you want to see contrivance or do you want to see no no no, no actual no. I, story I, I, I don't want to see crap like that you just mentioned stuff that isn't that ruins canon i i don't want to see that well there's your choice i'm back you're back on the desert island um, back in the you desert see island. obi-wan this, or you see this series this desert island sucks <laughs> Well, no, no. I need something more than coconuts. I know the person that's running it is a is a bit of an ass. So yeah, fortunately, that's what you got to do. Those are the rules. Was that a uh, a dig towards me? I think not, sir. Uh, okay, I'll I'll let that one go. We should duel at dawn. Um, so you can watch Obi Wan or you can watch Andor. Oh, Andor for sure. There you go. And and I it hasn't even been finished yet, so. No, and it's going to be it's going to be both. Look at the development. I, I can't watch the Mandalorian. I can't watch the Mandalorian. No, there's only two. All right. Yeah, my 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 desert island's far more draconian than yours. <laughs> yeah, you get twisted too. Which you'd probably watch the Mandalorian. I would, of course. Yeah. Um, I I just want to say 
one thing that annoyed me, which I don't understand why they had to do this crap, other than them, we could see their faces, is that I wish they would show more stormtroopers. Like that whole thing of them escorting like that group to the fireworks display and they're all dressed as like imperial captains or soldiers. Yeah. I don't need to see make them stormtroopers. It's like, well, when have we seen that in Star Wars? And does that really exist where you have like people in like uh, dress military garb or where is someone as stormtroopers escorting people or protecting people? No, but it adds to the tension, Joe. That's essentially they're showing the face. It's a bit like the end of the Great Escape, where they're yeah. they're, they're, they're going. And he says, um, you know, and he sneezes and he goes, "Bless Gesundheit." He goes, "Oh, thank you." And you're like, "Ah," oh. and that's the kind of tension that I was expecting. Is I expected the the commander to go, "Wait a minute, who are you guys? I haven't seen you around." There must be a quite tight tight knit sort of group, and suddenly here are these four new faces. I was like, I, they would, they would, personally, just if I was just to say something that annoyed me, I was kind of like, I do like the tension, but it doesn't make sense why they wouldn't be recognized instantly. Why they wouldn't what? Well, they wouldn't be recognized instantly. Yeah. I, I will say, though, I like the fact that they said it has to be four men. You know, uh, yeah. I was like, all right. So we're not there yet because we weren't there back when the original Star Wars came out, where they try to pretend that, yeah, you know, like uh, the makeup of the Empire is 50% male, 50% female, you know, now that doesn't exist. Yeah. But it's, and, you know, it's but, going to be like, it's going to stick out as a, like a sore thumb if you have one of those girls walking as, uh, yeah. as a captain or something like that. So anyway, I, I like that. And, and you weren't here last time. Another thing I liked with it is when Andor was criticizing how they were marching and he says well that guy should be on the right because he's right-handed and you know and then he says that other guy is right-handed but he favors his left so no i like that that's like if i had yeah. to like choose one thing that i liked i liked that part of writing that he is like that observant to people's mannerisms and that's what makes him special you know not yeah. only he's an assassin but he you know he he analyzes a lot and i really like that a re reluctant assassin? I don't think so. Now, I mean, I know you, you. I know that was one of the things whereby, and and um, and dear, dear listeners uh, to this show, you can go back to the wealth of, um, you know, the the archive. Should we call them the nerd archives? And you could go back to when I got invited on, and I was like, way back when I heard it was announced, and and it was announced, and I was kind of like, this is going to be different. This is going to be different, and boy, was I right! This is I'm, this this stands above in a sea of dross. Dross. This is, and I know I've said it before. It's an island. It's a beacon it's of not quality. It's, it's a beacon of quality. It's and not I, the best thing that ever existed. Production values. It's amazing. Yes, I'm always blown away. Like even very when those green screens, very little green no, screens. No, even like all. when you know those, those shots that were being fired in the sky. I was like, that looks so cool, you know, and yeah. uh, like you kind of saw what those people were seeing, you know, just the way that they kind of flew over and the noise that they made. I think the production values are incredible. Like, when Yeah. You, um, but I did want to ask you one thing. Why did he shoot that guy? <laughs> you know? Why did he shoot the, uh, the, you know, the guy the, at the end? The one 
remember I, I said how diverse it was. There's there's one white guy, there's one black guy. There's, uh, was there an Asian guy? I forget. Or I'm getting that confused with uh, another series. Oh no, I'm think I'm confusing that with the uh, werewolf by night. No, it's the white guy that was had a problem with him in the beginning. Right. And he didn't trust him. And then he was talking about, well, you know, we can kind of, you know, take this stuff and by ourselves and uh, and we can be rich. And yes. he just shoots him. Was that necessary? Yes. Why was it necessary? Because so when you, by the time you get to Rogue One, a significant part of this has already happened. Because we, as we know, Rogue One is the final days of, of Cassian Andor, if you want to label it with something. You know, there's many different final days of quite a lot of people. Um, but by then, he he believes only in the rebellion. Now, when he shoots the guy at the end, it's not because he's doing it for the rebellion. He's doing it because... I, th- I think he's doing it. I think uh, if if I was trying to be gen- generous, I think the writers are trying to show him on a journey arc that he has got morals about this. That at the end of the day, we're still gonna we're still gonna do what we said, and so we can't steal it. And then, basically, the guy goes, "We have to steal it." I did like the guy that he shot. I know I didn't get the chance to say it last time. I think he's a very good actor, whoever he is. Um, I just you know. I'd want him on my side, despite the fact that he would probably knife me in the back and steal all the stuff. But I mean, I think what you're trying to show is Cassian has has a moral compass, and at some and at the moment, it's not up for sale to anyone, or not up for a cause. Well, doesn't he have to answer for that though? Does I forget if he did for well for killing him, you know, because I. I just think it was weird that, you know, why wouldn't he have gone to the leader and said, look, you know, this guy wanted to split the money with me. So he just blows him away. I, but he I don't just know. takes just... the money. He just takes his share. Was that, that's what happened at the end, wasn't it? He goes, all right, fine. I'm just going to take my share. No, but my point is, but he killed the guy, Yeah. you know? So why wouldn't he just go to the leader and say, that, you know, this guy's going to double cross us in the future because all he cares about is money. Well, she was in on it. She was in on it too. She not think. I don't know. I, I guess you, you know. Get... That's why I'm relying more on you because I think that, that episode <laughs> was so boring. That, I, I was really... falling asleep. What? <laughs> so even when there's action in it, you're just like, ah, oh, not not interested in this. Well, well, you, no, I wasn't interested in. There's tension the point. in that heist. At some point, this is going to go south, and at what point is it going to go? Is it is it going to go south? No, it's I had quite, to rewind it. It's quite, it's quite, um, you know, it's quite disturbing. We're going to take your wife and your kid, and we're just going to point a gun at your head, and the moment you don't do what you've been told, we're just going to blow them away. That's quite dark. I mean, this mm. series is quite dark, but then Rogue One was quite dark. If you you have to start Rogue One with everybody dies, and if you if you do that, it doesn't take away your enjoyment of this. You know that. Cassian in this series and the next series won't die. So as long as you like accept that there are baselines in this, then you've got to think, well, what else is going to happen? Who else is it going to impact? And you are seeing, you are basically seeing the origin story of Andor. And, and maybe I think the reason why he blew that guy away is to show you that he, he might, when we, when we meet him in rogue one, he is working for the rebellion and he's full on. This is basically his, 
development of his morality. All right, you can say that. I, I'm just saying that I, I found Might it unnecessary. Because um, I had to rewind it. I was like, why did you just kill him? You know, just because that guy wanted to split the whole fortune with him. Hmm. I was like, yeah, that just didn't make any sense. But all right, we'll, we'll go on. Well, you go on and tell me some more things that you enjoyed. No, it's just, I, I, again, it's, it's, the, it's the care and attention that's been sadly lacking. And you might not have liked it. You might have thought it was a bit boring. But it's the care and attention to, to a story. It's a coherent story. There's things that the people that there were the, the pilgrims that were coming to the festival of, of which they're, I, I did like that, the empire, you know, we, we, we put all these posts there and some people were just going to get pissed and stay in the pub and not come along. And, and then it's going to dwindle and dwindle down to just a few, whereas thousands before, and now it's just a few. I did, I did like that because it showed a, you know, the despicable empire that this is how we, 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 we we intentionally put all these things in place, and it dwindles every it dwindles the party no, down. No, they were kind of nice. They're like, well, you could still watch the fireworks. Yeah, absolutely. But the, what they wanted to do was basically go. Well, this isn't going to be here next year. They don't know that yet. But we're not. You know, they're going to remove it. That's Again, not what I, they're going to have. I was probably zoning out at that point. Maybe, but I I liked. They kept cutting. This is where I think it's quite clever. They kept cutting back. To to the pil to the nomads to the pilgrims that had made the you know, the pilgrimage, they kept cutting back as if in some way they were going to blow the cover. In some way they were going to do something that was going to be impacting it. And I went, "This is great. I like this. I like this kind of tension." Turns out that there was nothing. Well, that was good. But it, I... was, it was well done. And I say it's somebody with a with an actual vision that's going. I'm going to film this, and in a way. And you, you're going to be happy with the results. I, I'm more than happy with this. I, I genuinely look forward to Wednesdays now. So in a way, I, I will say, like, again, I, I said that that whole scene of him shooting that guy was unnecessary, but it also was unexpected. And I think I'd rather have unexpected than expected. Um, or predictable or contrived. Yeah, predict exactly. Because like how you said that you felt that, that those little pilgrims were going to be part of the rebellion and help uh, them escape and everything that was predictable but it didn't happen you know right. and and i like that because it's like yeah i know they're going to be good it's like well they weren't so they just were like these like indigenous people that were just traveling and all that it's like good for them good for them absolutely so, and, and the black guy that was in charge uh, who who basically masterminded all of the bit inside in order to get them inside he died, and I'm like, I, I didn't see that coming. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's such a good whoever he is. He's he's good. Mm. I don't I think he's a good. I think there are people that are acting their chops off, as they say in this, and it's and they're doing a really good job because every everyone's coming together really well. Where it's going to go from the next episode, I think Stellan Skarsgård's going to be back involved. The yeah. money is going to get to the rebellion because obviously this is how the rebellion starts. We're, we're not only seeing the start of Andor, we're seeing the start of the rebellion. Um, and that's Mon Mothma's, you and I have talked about plenty of times, that's Mon Mothma's charity that she's doing all the work for at the moment. I um, I still think my problem with it, there, there's too many side stories. I think they should focus on three different side stories and that's it. Um, I still don't know what the hell's going on with that guy and his mother. 
<laughs> well, now he's got a vendetta. Well, you know, <laughs> you, you, you forced me. You forced me to live at home with my mum. So uh, <laughs> you're gonna. You're gonna <laughs> she's die. gonna be like. She's gonna go. Where do you think you're going? It's like. Well, I'm gonna oh, well, go after Andor. It's like. Well, I'm coming with you. Like Biff's mom in Back to the Future too. <laughs> Where you going? Biff had a mom in Back to the Future too. I haven't yeah. seen it in a while. Yeah. Yeah, when Marty gets back and he's t- taking the car out. She's shouting from inside. You don't see her. You oh, I don't. Her. You oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll have to watch it again. Okay. But, um, I, you know, and I think that Mon Mothma thing, I, I think her husband's eventually going to die. I hope so. Um, but knowing Disney, I, have, I, I am making this prediction. I hope this doesn't sound offensive or anything. You know, I'm, I'm, but I'm just saying, knowing Disney, that the way that they've been lately is I just think that she's going to end up with with a female uh, counterpart. Well, she could t- tell you what, she couldn't do much worse than that soy, no, soy beater. I mean, seriously. I mean, is, is the weediest, is the, uh, is the weediest guy. And it's just, just like, don't... how did she ever even fall for him? Unless it was a cover. That's the only explanation it could be. And he's not even hierarchy. He's just trying to be. He's trying to invite people there to make himself more important. And I'm like, like like I said, it's just annoying because it's it's obvious role reversal. It's like you never see anything like that where it's like, honey, I'm home. I got you a present, and then they have a fight. It's like, well, you're not getting your gift now, you know. uh, It's just (laughs) Disney. You read far more into that scene than than was actually there. Honestly, where's Fedra? (laughs) <laughs> when i need she, her she'd be she'd be with well she'd be with us we're, we're having a um we've already we've already started we've already said this is this is unexpected because it is a star wars story and it is it is giving you something in pieces it's giving you them good sized chunks it's telling you a story and you are seeing diego luna amazing as as cassian that's the amazing. character, and he is—he is amazing. I don't know about because that. because he doesn't know what he's supposed to be yet, and this well, is what's part of it. This is I, great. This is my problem too. It's it's the character that's boring. It's not Diego Luna. Yeah, I, I, that's how I feel. He's not Clint Eastwood, like the man with no name. You know, like where he's very quiet, and but not everyone has when to he has be to Jack. act. But this guy is just, I don't know. He always looks kind of nervous, too. Like, he's never in control. I mean, when he acts, he acts. He's he's the best at what he does. But yeah. for the most part, he just seems like he's kind of nervous, like something's going to happen. Um, I don't know. I, just... I think you had it in. You, you had it in for him when I first mentioned this. And you went. Oh, I hated and, him. And Cassian? Cassian? Oh, I can't do your accent. Um, <laughs> Cassian, Cassian Andor is why would you make a series about him why would you like that rogue one was rubbish which you were saying and i'm like well now here we are joe and, and maybe maybe if you wanted to, what would you like would you like cream with that slice of humble pie oh you're trying to say that i was well wrong? i'm trying to say that <laughs> i was right about kenobi you you just said you'd rather pick a series um with diego luna and the slow simmering tension and the relationships and the good writing over the contrivance that was Kenobi. And you've already said that you would. So, yeah. 
I'm just saying that I, I, I hated him in Rogue One. I mean, that was yeah. the one thing that I really couldn't stand was I just thought he was he was the whisperer, you know. Does it's it make just... you go back and think about it differently? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just think it's a horrible character. I mean, you can... Crikey, like a really hated Kenobi then, if, you, if you're picking this as the uh, as a team. Okay. Yeah. And, it, you know, it's like I was glad he died at the end of Rogue One, thank God. But it's just... I just think he's a boring character. I, 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 he's got no enthusiasm. Um, and like I said, it, 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 he's different. Like, you can have... Not that Stallone could play that character, but you know how Stallone, like when he plays Rambo, he's kind of quiet and to himself. And then when yeah. he has to act, he acts, but he's got some confidence. And I, I kind of feel like that's what Andor lacks is that, uh, you know, like when they all start to like, well, I don't trust this Andor guy. What's his name? What do they call him? No. Um, I forget the Shemp or something, Shep or whatever. I don't know. I forget what they call him. But, you know, they're like, well, we don't trust him. And he's like, oh, don't, don't wait a minute. Let me explain myself. You know, <laughs> I, I can't who's, picture who's that. <laughs> that was Cassian. <laughs> What's it? Oh, right. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I can't picture Stallone doing something like that, like as Rambo. It's like, uh, you know, he would just kind of like stare them down. And like they'd probably all like, or or Clint Eastwood is the man with no name. Like they'd all like have their fingers on their trigger, and Eastwood <laughs> would just like be lighting a little cigar, you know. <laughs> and it's like maybe shake his head, like don't do it, <laughs> you know. And that's what I, I guess that's the kind of character I'd have liked Andor yeah. to be. Like on top of his game, quiet but confident. He's can, cool. can, oh, he's he not is. confident. He's not confident. <laughs> Just saying. All right, what, wait till the next episode. Okay. I guarantee you he's not going to be confident. You know, they might say it was like, well, you did a pretty good job out there, Shemp, whatever his name is. Joe, Joe, Joe. So leave leave room for more slices of humble pie. In fact, just have the whole thing. By the time we get to the end of the end of the series, you're gonna go, Do you know what, Charles? You're a visionary for calling that one. You're absolutely well, let's right. See. You know, what is it? I mean, I'm glad that this director is no longer directing any of these because I kind of feel like these were the worst episodes for me. Although they they, they were all not. I mean, what I like about it, like I said, I love the production values. It looks so beautiful. Yeah. It's like it puts so many things to shame, especially the MCU, what they do with that. And especially Obi-Wan. It puts yeah. that to shame. It's like, damn, it's like this could be, if they would have trimmed this down to like a two to three hour movie, I think it, it probably could have been good. But right now, I just feel like we don't need 12 episodes to tell this story. Right. But, and that's what I'm afraid with uh, Daredevil. I think that they said there's going to be 36 episodes. Ugh, you don't dude. need all that. You don't need an hour episode, 36 days to tell the story of Born Again. You don't need that. You could do it in a movie. All fella, no killer. Yeah. 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 And, uh, all right. Well, be, anything else you want to say about your favorite star wars series ever uh, well i mean does it beat the mandalorian no it doesn't I, i'd be the first one i'm not going to gush that much what i'm saying is that the, the mandalorian is is, is like you, you bring out now because the quality was so good you bring out to save other series 
you have two episodes of the Book of Boba Fett, which are all about the Mandalorian. A bit odd. But anyway, and obviously you're getting back to, to join in with that appalling finale. It's just a car crash, that show. Um, it's, has this got a moment yet that is going to be like Luke's X-Wing turning up and taking on all those Death Troopers? Um, nope. Uh, that's, still, that's still pretty good. That's still... Uh, I still go back and watch that, and every time I watch that, when you hear the X-wing outside, you just think that's just that's just incredible. That is it, it, it's just brilliant. However, I think we need to get to the end of the series, and then we can make a yeah make a decision on it. But yeah, I mean, I I, I will not say this series sucks. I mean, I'm just saying it kind of drags. I think it could have been shorter. Right. But yeah, I mean, it could get a lot better in the next six episodes. Yeah. Um, you know they're they're slowly building up to something so hopefully it, it'll be good but i'm glad you're enjoying it i'm sure there are people that are enjoying it yeah it was nice and i've got to i've got to repeat what dan said which is what which is what i was going to say on the if i was if i hadn't run out of time um last week um is that dan dan texted you and said it's genuinely it's it's nice to hear charlie get excited it about is. something well, because everything's so mediocre so that when something comes along i do i get giddy and I go, this is, well, that's and, what... and if it would have been, if it was terrible and if everybody, and you know, things were inserted into it that were just like clang, you need to see the message clang, this, that and the other. I don't think it is. If there are messages in there, they're very subtly done. I don't see them as like big honkers that they put into the middle of all these other shows and base the show upon. Um, so, yeah, this that's why I'm really pleasantly surprised it gives me hope joe it gives me hope that you know there are people out there that uh, are fighting if if kathleen kennedy oh does this get me booted off the the show i don't know if kathleen kennedy is the empire then it makes me think that there are resistance people out there that finally well, get finally get good good shows through not very rarely but well there's john favreau i will not yep. say uh what's his name I just oh, like him. Uh, Dave Filoni. Yeah, I, I just don't like him. I don't trust him. I think he's a weasel. Oh, what? No, I just think like if somebody will do something good and then he'll kind of like edge up behind there and it's like, yeah, I did it. I'm taking the credit. All right, he's had this stripe, so come on. Still don't like him. Anyway, uh, uh, anything uh, else? Any no, final that's words? That's it. I'm just looking Get forward to the news. To Three days to go until the next uh, episode. Oh, well, two and a half days to go. Oh man! Wow, anticipation. Yeah. And, and now we've no She-Hulk on a Thursday, so oh yeah, yeah. hey, yeah, maybe we get back to normal stuff. Yeah, um, what, what, no, because we have no, we haven't done topics in a while because like they've been throwing all Star Wars, Marvel, another Marvel series. You know, it's like all right, give us a break. All right, it's like, like you know. <laughs> um, can I, I can I say, can I say it then? I know it's your right. show, but can I say it? Go ahead. I'll, I'll try to do. I'll try to do an impression. Um, and me? All right, all right. Let's get in. The, let's get into the news. All right. <laughs> okay. I feel that like I need, a, I feel like I need a cigar off the uh, off the side of the mat. Now hear this. Come on, man. Let's get I to will... the news. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's like Humphrey Bogart. <laughs> they used to call me Humphrey Hogart in uh, school. <laughs> <laughs> you just make that up. No, they did. Actually. Oh, they did. Right, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I always want to say roll call. 
Yes, for, for, for people that have no idea that are listening to that, we got jingles made for our show after five episodes. Uh, in fact, the sixth episode of season one is choosing new jingles because I, I went to a site whereby you got jingles recorded. I'm not being funny. We got two jingles which sound quite professional, but it, it only cost $15 to get the jingles done. And, what, and the guy said, oh, I'm just going to have to delay slightly because the, the professional... That the sound guy is is um, is going to be a bit late. I was like, voiceover sound guy, fifteen bucks. How you, how you divvying this this, yeah, this exactly. money up? <laughs> I mean, who gets what? I mean, you get a Hershey bar over here, you get like a kind of Mountain Dew over there, and that's that's your lot. But yeah, um, think- so yes, we've got new jingles. So one of the jingles is roll call, the other one is trivia trivia time. But go and listen to my podcast, by all means. We're having a we're having a whale of a time. Beverly Hills Cop 2 is our latest one. I know yeah. Joe was going to probably say at the end, tell tell everyone where you can find. Well, I'll, I'll tell you more then. Okay. But anyway, let's get into the news. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> so um, Superman is back. Yes. Gavel is yes, back. Yes. Confirmed. So I, I sent you that video. It was the leaked like footage, leaked. yeah. Did yeah. you see? Did you hear the audio too? No. I know you said you, it's too bad because that was the best part. Okay. No, the best part was the audience reaction. They just flipped out seeing what Henry he Cavill. He says, and it's hard to understand what he says because everyone's screaming. But what happens is you see Black Adam. It's like the after credit scene. Uh, spoilers, by the way. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. But it's yeah. in the news, so people know all about it. Um, and he's just staring. And then all of a sudden, a figure comes out of like, the smoke and clouds which he's walking he's not flying but he's like he says it's been a while since anyone's made the world this nervous we need to talk and uh but the people were going ape you know what it was it's kind of funny because like uh, we'll get to another story later but even as a kid i can't remember myself actually screaming in a theater like when you know the you know, like when Luke destroyed the the Death Star and all that, um, I I didn't scream. You didn't cheer. I mean, I might have stood up and clapped, but I I, I never. That's you. You're making it sound very very British way of doing things. We all cheered, and the Brits don't tend to do that. I yeah no, I can't picture Brits cheering at all. No, you know, but we do. The, we depending do. on what part of the country you're from like yeah if you're from from birmingham yeah i can see you cheering you know like saying something it's like, what are you saying he's like all right mike yeah <laughs> <Something like> that. <laughs> oh god for those people that are uh linguistics experts that that that, that, that love these subtle art of of uh accents and getting them right this must be uh this must be like quince, quince uh, fingernails on the blackboard in Jaws to you. I no, no, but, but, they, but there's Cockney people over in England. Yeah, and they're called like, oh, they're, and yeah, they go, speak, yeah, they speak like that. <laughs> probably speak like that. Like but then blinders. No, but then there's people like, oh, I think that was quite good, wasn't it? You know, I mean, and <laughs> they're not going to jump up and scream and throw their hats. And when I came over to the US for the first time, as in to see the film in the US for the first time, um, that was uh, Jurassic Park The Lost World, was the first film that I saw. And I was 
loved the fact that people cheered, st- stood up, uh, screamed, all of the stuff. And I just went, I like this. Can I take this back home? Um, but now we do. I mean, I think, I think, well, I mean, people did get up and cheer in Avengers Endgame. I, I got it the, the first time ever. When got... Captain America got, uh, got the hammer. I didn't. You know, oh, I, I feel like I'm too old. I mean, I you know, I was like, oh, that's cool. I said to myself, how? Oh, or I might have said, wow, that's cool. Did you clap politely, Joe? Because um, do you want to swap? Yeah. Can I watch films over there and you can come and watch them over here? Because it's yeah, like you fit in much better. I use my two index fingers, you know, to <laughs> clap. Uh, but no, the, no, when I was a kid. You the, do the, the jazz, jazz hands as they, <laughs> but so that you don't offend people. That's that's a real thing, by the way. Oh, know? is that really? People do it jazz It is a real thing. Yeah, they do this instead of clapping. Lord. Because it offends people's... Um, I hope it's just over there. <laughs> no, I don't think it is. I think you gave it to us. Yeah, You, give, yeah, us, you give us all the work stuff. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. No, but I remember when I was a kid, the first time I, I got up and I cheered for something was when Rocky knocked down Apollo in the first round mm. in uh, the first Rocky movie. You know, that was cool. Well, okay. Um, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, but uh, no. As I got older, it's 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 harder to scream without being embarrassed. But anyway, these these people were screaming. They're like, it's like, it's like, oh come on, come on! You can hear them like, like <laughs> saying that. And then when you you finally see him step out of the light, they're like, yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> you know, I I kind of wish I had that enthusiasm at times. Maybe I had a couple of beers in me. That yeah. might happen. I mean, when but... the emperor when the emperor was coming back for Rise of Skywalker, and they're all watching the trailer, and then the emperor, you know, you hear the emperor's voice at the end of the trailer, and then he walks out on stage. I remember people losing their minds over that. That was <laughs> that was pretty cool. What a setup for a disappointment! I know, I know. I promised so much and delivered. Well, I was about to say very little. It delivered nothing. Anyway, so no, it was cool to yeah. see him. Yeah, yeah, it's good. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad it's coming back. It's a shame that it's the Rock's film that you know. But anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm bothered by Bla- that. I'm not not bothered about Black Adam. I'm not. I, yeah, I don't know. You'll, like... you'll go because it's you know it's your as host of this show. You 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 kind of have to. I don't have to because it's DC. Um, but right. I, I I'll probably buckle and I probably will go, but it's like I'm more interested in seeing. If I didn't see it, seeing Henry Cavill as Superman, but I've already seen it, so yeah. But you want to see it with an audience, like with, with who, the, I guarantee there. you, the audience that I see it with will not clap. They will be on their phones, or they will have left because it's an after-credit scene. Uh, yeah, no, the theater I go to sucks now. Oh, right. it's, a, it's a sign of the times, like where people are texting more than they are paying attention. Um, Do you not have bands? We can we get people thrown out for that? Yeah. Oh, I wish we did. That'd be yeah, so we do awesome. well. Yeah, I mean, it's a very anti-British thing to do. I know you've been on the um, the WhatsApp chat for our for Rusted Junk, and you've learned how much the Brits hate queue jumping. Yeah, yeah. Well, see, we we've got things. There's a code of conduct. There's ten rules that you can't do in a cinema. Do you ever do you ever hear it? It's the Wittertainment Code of Conduct. It's called. No, no, I didn't. Yeah, so developed by Mark Coward and Simon May of a popular film podcast over here used to work for the bbc that don't anymore uh so they've got their own podcast now and their own show on youtube um and he drew up about 10 years ago the wittertainment code of conduct um 
I can tell you a couple here, but it's probably getting getting off super. Yeah, it's probably getting off the Superman tip, which you probably won't like. But I can give you a couple, um, because yeah, I think you should export it. We should give this to you. Um, uh, so the code. What's right, the code? So yeah, the Wittertainment Cinema Code of Conduct. So yeah, developed by Mark Kermode, and it is no eating, no slurping. Are you serious? Wait, 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 wait. So people don't eat over there? Like they don't have popcorn? No, 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 they do. But this is, I mean, this has started out as a joke, but people have started to like, you know, say, oh yeah, it's the entertainment going to come. But the people that know, know. No slurping, nothing that, that means that you slurp. If you drink, you know, you drink quietly. Um, no rustling, no irresponsible parents, uh, no hobbies. No talking. I could go into detail on this. Hobbies were going to like build a model airplane or something. Well, I'll, I'll tell you in a moment. No talking. No mobile phone usage. No kicking of seats. No arriving late, and no shoe removal. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I so the no the- hobbies. This includes <laughs> knitting, drug dealing, model airplane assembly, fighting, having sex, and updating Facebook. <laughs> so yeah no, those are good but that that's my pet peeve is people taking their shoes off oh right, okay it's even worse now because it's like now whenever you go to a theater they give you like a leather recliner so if you're sitting next to a person and they you know they'll take their shoes and socks off especially fat guys i, I can't stand seeing that you know like where they'll just take their shoes and socks off nobody wants to see your your bare naked feet especially if no, you don't manage your you know, if you don't manage your, your footwork and all that, it's disgusting. It's disgusting. And it's like, I never end up being next to like a hot, sexy girl that does that. It's always like a fat guy or it's like some 90 year old woman that's got one foot in the grave and and it looks like she's got one foot in the grave. (laughs) It's just gross. It's disgusting. We don't have that. We don't have people taking the shoes and socks off. Oh, they do it on airplanes too, which is disgusting. Like I've seen people like take pictures, like where they're sitting in a chair and all of a sudden they'll see toes like come out through the middle of the seats. It's like, what's wrong? And, and people will like clip their nails while they're in. Oh God. What's while they're. With, what's wrong with you? Yeah. No, I will say we're getting back to the stone age. It's disgusting. Absolutely disgusting. Superman. Superman. I mean, what's where, even worse. Where are you, where are you now? When everything's I, going wrong somehow. There you I, go, Gen- a Genesis lyric for you. <laughs> where, where was it that, uh, no, I used to go to gym, which was disgusting. People used to pick their noses and just wipe them. Like, oh, dear. You know, me. like on, on the urinal, you know. Uh, what, and then not wash their hands? Probably not, but it's just oh. disgusting. It's like, you know, why would you do that and then just wipe it there just for somebody to look it's just disgusting it's just, I just really, that would make me want to bring back the death penalty yeah <laughs> they uh, yeah well we have the death penalty over here but that mobile needs to phone be... usage is mobile yeah well yes mobile phone usage or anything like that we have the tut or the paddington stare <laughs> the paddington stare the paddington we are we are all good at the paddington stare some are better than others my, my paddington stare is amazing um, if you if you're doing something wrong, you you, you really? get that Paddington stare. Yeah, it wouldn't work over they, here. Well, you'd be surprised. Well, you know, here it's like oh, the, but wild the top, west. We've got the top though. The top's amazing. 
With the touch. One, one touch. Where you go, as you look at them or turn around and look, you might be a bit cowardly. You might look in the general around them and go, and then it starts starts like that. Usually one tut is enough to let somebody know, hey, 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 come on, come on, man. All friends. No, I'm telling you, like, like two tuts is you might as well you might as well start windmilling. You might as well start fists fist flying if it gets to two. No, I was saying over here, it's like the Wild West in Florida. Like, you don't know who's going to be next to you and what they're carrying. I mean, there right. have been there have been cases where people have shot and shot people for texting. Um, this one guy, I think, like, yeah, he killed a guy. Uh, I think it was fairly close to my area where he was texting and he told him to stop texting. And the guy threw popcorn at him and then he pulled out his gun and killed him. Wow. I think he. I think he got off. There are there are times where I can sympathize. Not 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 that I advocate violence. No, I, I think that's going on, a little too far. Text, texting in the cinema is. Yeah, maybe shoot him in the foot. You know, but uh, I don't know. So my padded stare would get me approximately like a bullet in the head. <laughs> yeah, I can just see you doing your stupid <laughs> like, Paddington stare. Look, look and sweetheart, then, this will work. <laughs> or you're tight, and then all of a sudden, the, like a barrel of a gun is up against your nose. <laughs> it's like, oh, that's such a lovely gun you have there, sir. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> oh, how you think that we are over here? Seriously, you need to get yourself back here. It's a while since you've been here, Joe. You need to come. You need to come yeah. visit. Yeah, well, I should go to Birmingham. Go all over. Oh, I'll look after places. you. Yep. Yeah, you can go on a road trip. I might be able to come with you for parts of it, but yeah, I'll look after you while you're here. But getting back to uh, Henry Cavill and Black Adam, yeah, you know, and I've been saying this from the very beginning, Black Adam is a Shazam villain. He's not a Superman villain. Again, it's another example of The Rock. Whatever The Rock wants, he gets. The Rock and, can't uh, be a villain. Well, he's been getting to the point, too, where he's trying to take credit for the fact that Henry Cavill is back, that he had yeah, some kind of influence. Of course he does. Of course he is. But they booed him at Comic-Con when... They asked him, you know, like who would win in a fight between Superman and and Black Adam, and he says, "Well, it depends on who's playing Black uh, Superman." And so they booed him, and I think he got the message that they all wanted Henry Cavill back. Yeah, and I I am so happy again the new leadership that is behind Warner Brothers in DC because again, we, you know, we're getting back to this point where they they wanted to be super diverse, and you know, Superman needs to have a certain look and. He has to be as close as possible to the comics as can be. And it's, I don't think it's racist if you have a problem where they're, they're specifically doing it to promote diversity. Um, but yeah, they, they were going to make, or J.J. Abrams was going to make his Superman was going to be an African-American. Um, I'm not saying that it, it can't happen, but it's just, most people don't want to see it. Like we can go down this whole road, the same thing with the little mermaid and everything. Like we love seeing black Panther. I mean, it, it did very well there. There's, it, it's just, it's it just sometimes these companies just are, are too woke and uh, thank God Warner brothers is changing. Now we just need new leadership with Disney uh, to change things or else we're going to get more and more stuff like the She-Hulk and uh and I, th I, th I think Obi it's going to get it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, it probably will be. But I mean, I hate to say it. I was hoping that Elon Musk would have bought Disney after the Twitter deal. But at least he's going to he's going to piss some people off at Twitter. You know? 
Well, it, well, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I'm not sure. It, I think I have my doubts about Elon Musk, but let's not. Well, we'll leave that for another time. Yeah. All right. So uh, this was sad that Robbie Coltrane passed away at 72, and um, you know, he's mostly known as Hagrid. Who, who did you know him as? Uh, Cracker at Hagrid. Cracker was huge over here. I, I never mean, seen really did put, put him on the. He was also part of the. Um, was uh, was that called... a comedy? No, no, no. It was a drama. He played a detective. Okay. Um, and a bit like Prime Suspect, which I know you you had over there. So we had Helen Mirren as DC Jane Tennyson, um, and so Prime Suspect was big. Around about the same sort of time, you know, we had like Bergerac, Lovejoy, you know, things like that. But definitely, he made he made that his own. He was also part of the the comic strip. So if you've ever heard of a show called The Young Ones. I remember um, The Young Ones, With yeah. um, Adrian Edmondson. So the comic strip was the, the wider. So you he, had... He must have been a baby back then. Well, it was still big. He was still, he's always been a big lad. Um, but yeah, you had French Saunders. You had Adrian Edmondson. Wait, was he, was he one of The Young Ones? No, no. But he was in The Young Ones. Okay. He did come in for a couple of episodes just as characters. I can't remember who he played. Uh but yeah, I I always liked him. Uh, him him and a um, and Alexi Sale, uh, who again probably would no, look Alex look Alexi Sale up. Probably the only thing you'd know for Joe is the very bad accent where he played the um, the the king, which had the fez on in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade, where he sells him all the they sell him all that those. Um, uh, oh yeah, yeah the the, the, the Rolls Royce. Yeah, and he just goes back into Scouse. <laughs> he, he goes from an accent back into Scouse. Go and watch that scene again. But yeah, um, it is. But to be honest, you look at you look at Hagrid. I remember I, I saw the films before I'd read the books. Um, so I already had a view of Hagrid. But in the book, he's such a well written character, and I think it translates to the to the the screen. I don't think everyone that's in Harry Potter is good. Um, I don't like Miriam Margulies, for example, as uh, Professor Sprout. Don't like her at all. Well, I think probably I, I don't like her as a person. No, I don't like personality. her as a person. I don't like her as an actress. Um, yeah. But yeah, so I, I, I think I know where you're going with the next part because. Well, I wanted I'm, to say, well, well, let me say like how, what I knew him from. Yeah, sure. So I'm surprised you didn't say you knew him from James Bond. Oh, too. well, sorry. I was going to. Yeah. Um, his accent's awful in that, but it's he's yeah, it a good character. Yeah, yeah. He was what was he in? Was he in Goldeneye. He was in Goldeneye. Uh, he was in the world is not enough. Uh, he wasn't in Die Another Day because he died in uh, World is Not Enough. Yeah, and he. I, I'm not sure if he wasn't when uh, Tomorrow Never Dies. Sure, he was. No, I so, think he was just in two of them. Okay. Um, uh, I knew him from Black Adder. Yeah. Uh, like he he was in a couple episodes of Black Adder. He was also in the Christmas special where he played the ghost. He played of... Doctor Johnson in Black Adder Three. He wrote the dictionary. Yeah, I like that that episode. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah. But he played the ghost of Christmas, future, <laughs> past, present, whatever. That was a good episode. I love that one. And did you ever see Still Game? No, no. It's a Scottish comedy series. Okay. And it's funny, he's he's in there. Um, and I watched it. It was on Netflix for a while. 
I mostly watch it as almost like a game to figure out what the hell they're saying. <laughs> I have no idea what they're saying. It's about two guys. It's actually two young guys playing two old guys. Um, and they live in this town and basically all they, they're retirees, but they- I've heard punk. of it. Yeah, but I just haven't just never seen it. But good Lord, like when I first started watching them, I couldn't understand a word they were saying. And <laughs> I was just, but then later on, I would put the subtitles on, but it is, it's like a game. It's like, good. it's like they're speaking a completely different language from us. Um, hmm. But yeah, no, like when I first got into Harry Potter, uh, I went with my friends to see the first one, which over here was the Sorcerer's Stone. That's right. And um, I enjoyed it. I, you know, it was like yeah. one of those things that, when I was a kid, you know, you might have read something about it, or they might have had like, like a Saturday special about kids with uh, witchcraft and um, adventurers and all that, which was fun, you know, and so I, I, I felt that kind of feeling again, even as an adult, I was like, I like this movie, I like the, yeah. the kids are very good, you know, the wizards are very good, Hagrid was great and all that, and just the whole fantasy thing. And then I saw the second one. Um, you know, which was Chamber of Secrets. And I enjoyed that one, I think even more. And I said, like, oh, screw this. Now I'm going to go get the books because I can't wait anymore for them to yeah. do movies. And that's what I think, again, was so great about Harry Potter is it encouraged people, kids to read and adults because it got me reading again. Which... Yeah, 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 absolutely. I didn't queue up outside, but I did pre-order my the, the book every time. And, I did, yeah. You know, we had mid, midnight yeah. launches. Well, I didn't get to one of those. And it's funny because like I, you know me, I love spoilers. So I went to the Order of the Phoenix midnight launch and I got my book and then I went in my car and I went right to the end because I had to see who died. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and then like I had to call everybody up and say, I know who died. It's like, I, I never grew up. Oh, Dom. I, I was at work with Dom, who's again, a friend of ours. Um, a very good friend of mine from... Uh, well, from a long time ago. Um, and he got the Order of the Phoenix and I, I had the book and I picked it up in the lunchtime and I went, I can't wait to go and read this. He goes, oh, I want to know who dies in the end. It's Hagrid. And I went, what? He goes, yeah, it's Hagrid. Oh, sorry, have I just spoiled it for you? I'm like, oh, you're joking. I can't believe you told me that. Anyway, I read the end of the book and it wasn't Hagrid. I, I'm, I'm not sure I could put a spoiler. And some people, but let's not. But it wasn't Hagrid. And yeah, me and him had words. You know, it was funny. It's like uh, back in the day where I used to work at this place, everybody was ha uh, Harry Potter fans. And, um, you know, the, the last book was coming out. And uh, what I did was I, I created this false website that had all the spoilers <laughs> to it. And I made up all this fiction. And I, and I, you know, I sent it out to a bunch of people in my office. Right. And it, it had all the spoilers. And like one of the spoilers I had in here is that Hagrid reveals to Hermione that he's actually her father, you know? And, and so good. many, so many people bought it. Cause it's like, cause they, it says it, it hawkens back to that scene in the uh, second movie where Hermione visits Hagrid and what do they call him? Uh, what, what did she, Oh, half blood or something like that. Or, uh, they're, they're pure bloods was a mud, mud blood. blood yeah mud blood and it and like and he comforts her and, and she smiles and i convinced everybody that Hagrid <laughs> was her father you know and they're like you, rotted, they, you rotted joe yeah and then when they they finished reading the, they're like what the hell is this 
<laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> I thought Hagrid was her father. <laughs> but uh, no, I, I again, I, I love the books. I love the movies. And uh, yeah, so we'll get to the whole thing. It takes a spe- yeah, well, we got we we can't not mention it, can we? Yeah, well, they're starting to mention it more now because people are just damn ridiculous. But yeah, there are people that are happy that he's dead just because he defended J.K. Rowling. The, you know, the, there's a group of people that just hate J.K. Rowling because of her views. And, you know, the other one is uh, Dave Chappelle. He's like right behind her. Like they, they can't stand her. But I don't yeah, understand. But... It, well, go ahead. Sorry. No, no, I was going to say, well, look at, look at Tom Felton. So Draco Malfoy came out. Yeah, I, I saw and that he, and, too. And his his crime, his crime wasn't even to get involved in in all of the minutiae of the stuff. He just said no one has done more more to bring joy to so many generations. That was his crime, and yeah, it's just it... like, no, no, no. You've got to you've got to join us in our pitchforks, and you've got to burn the witch. And he's like, well, no, because she gave me what I've what I've got now. But anyway, I only have five minutes left, Joe, just to give you a right, five, right, right, five right, minute right. warning. No, no, no. Okay. I know you're going to have to pick the best news story now that you want to talk about more. Okay. Right. If there's anything about you and McGregor, I'll have to stay for at least 20 minutes while I just rail on him. All but, right. Yeah. Uh, Harrison Ford. Okay, so, so we're done with that. All <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> Rest in peace, Robbie Coltrane. You know, there's, there are millions, if not billions, of people that love you. And, uh, there are, there are genuinely, and as you said, the things that you missed out, like Blackadder, there's lots of British series where he just crops up. You know, he, whenever he crops up, he's always welcome. Unlike somebody like, oh god, this is probably going to give me accusations of you know, uh, of racism, and it's not at all. It's just that he's woefully unfunny. Anytime Lenny Henry turns up in anything, it's just like, oh god, don't know. <laughs> Well, it's the, he plays one of the characters in Rings of Power, the half foot. The oh, really? Oh, yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Every year we have this thing called Comet Relief, and he yeah he was there right when it started in the eighties, and you know he's just been the face of Comet Relief, which nobody really gives so, him. I'm glad I stopped watching that show because I heard that the last episode was a disaster. Of what? Rings of Power. Yeah, well, yeah. I'm not. I'm not watching. Well, I could. Just, I could. I'll just say it really quick. Well, you've seen Lord of the Rings. Oh yes. Did you see any of the Rings of Power? No. Oh, was... anyway. Um, I've got better things to do, Chuck. Galadriel. Galadriel. I've been told. Sorry, Galadriel. Whatever. Yeah. Okay. That's my American accent. No, 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 um, no. That's what they nickname her because apparently she is, you know, she's better than a, better than a man. Yeah. Well, she's like, uh, she's been hanging out with this dude that she met uh, in the beginning of the series and they fall in love. Ends up at Saruman. Oh. No, is it Sauron? That's what I yeah. hate about J.K. Rowling. Sauron. No, it's called, called it J.K. Rowling. Um, J.R. Tolkien. It's like those names are so close. Saruman and Sauron. So she falls Saruman, in love. Where's Christopher Lee? Yeah. No, I know that. But I wish she would have called Sauron and Saruman yeah, but a little you- different. So she falls in love with Sauron, you know, like the embodiment of Sauron and all that. Yeah. Which I'm, most people are freaking out about. Which the other Gary, one is... Gary had called, Gary from Nerdrotic, who I listened to, were basically called since before the show, and I went, this will be, this will be Sauron. Oh, really? So he goes, every time he describes it, and I do listen to him go over the episode, 
and it's only because he knows Tolkien probably better than the Tolkien Society. Um, and he gets really annoyed when they change something that they really don't need to have changed. No, another thing too, you know, Orwan and Orwan. Arwen. <laughs> Arwen. I, it's like, why does he have to do that? You know, it's just <laughs> call one of them Sally. You know? <laughs> Dave, Sally. Yeah. Anyway, so Harrison Ford has been cast to play Thunderbolt Ross in the Thunderbolts and Captain America New World Order. Uh, you remember yeah. Ross? He was in, um, well, he was first in The Incredible Hulk. Who the hell is I can't think of his name. William now. Hurt. Thank you. William Hurt. So he passed oh. away. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see that. I'm looking I forward to it. But the new Captain America is going to be Falcon, isn't it? Yeah. Not interested. Well, no, I'll have to see all of them, but I'm not interested in that either. Um, I don't you made me watch a series. One. You made me watch a series of it. Because I, I said we were going to come on. The, well, I, I had to in order I to come on the put podcast. a gun to your head. Well, you could have lied and you could have just agreed with everything I said. No, well, that would have been a great podcast, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, Harrison Ford is such a great Indiana Jones, but I don't think he's that great of an actor. And he's friggin' over 80 years old. How can he yeah. play a general Ross? It's, they could have went with somebody younger. It, no, it's they just, just need somebody old, curmudgeonly, grumpy. Looks like he doesn't want to be there. Yeah, and and he's supposed to be the Red Hulk too. He's he's the original Red Hulk. So, ah, I I think it's a mistake to hire someone that really has one foot in the grave. And and I saw him recently at, watching him on D twenty three. He doesn't seem like he knows where he is. Like no. like yeah. I'm, like, I'm uh, not going to mention it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to okay, mention it. I'm not going to be yeah, well, political. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's you know. I think I think the world can see Joe. On that one, so I would think we'll just leave it at that. Can um, I say like one last quick story? Oh, Joe, literally, go on. Oh, did, did you hear what uh, Alan Moore said about people that are into comic books and comic book movies? No, you know who Alan Moore is the uh, Watchman. Yeah, Watchman. Yeah. So he basically says that you know people that are over fifty, or even if you're over twelve years old and you're reading comic books and into comic book movies there's something wrong with you and that it leads to fascism. Um, what? Yeah. Watchmen was designed to be read by, by adults. Well, he has a problem, you know, Oh, he's always been like, he's very a curmudgeon guy. Like he hates everything. I mean, I liked Watchmen, you know, uh, I read the comic book and saw the movie and everything. And he did the killing joke. Everybody makes way too big of a deal out of that. Yeah. It's not comic good. book. No, I mean, the art's nice, but story is meh. Yeah. But, but anyway, so he, he's basically saying if, you, if you're over 55 or 50 years old, there's something wrong with you for what is, oh, is, just somebody else that's been turned against their art and, and has to apologize. So his exact words were hundreds of thousands of adults are lining up to see characters in situations that have been created to entertain the 12 year old boys. And it's always was for boys of 50 years ago you know but he basically is saying you're you're insane if you're an adult and you're well we just don't this. listen the thing about it is it doesn't matter if the person that created the art has now um foregone and is a, a, is disassociated with the art we still have the art well, we crazy, still have a person in time creating a thing in time that you can go and watch and it doesn't matter if you know if 
John Cusack goes, do you know what? I hated my films in the 80s. I hated the sure thing, say anything. Um, you know, I hated that sort of thing. I, I just wouldn't. I, I said, well, I don't care. Just, because it, you made it, and you made it at the time, and yeah. you're into it. So, Oh, no, I still, I love John Cusack's movies. I watched two of them last week. Which two? Uh, the Sure Thing oh. and um, Serendipity. <clears throat> Never saw oh, Serendipity. Oh, dear. Good Lord. Oh, you didn't like it? Well, it was all right. I liked it. That was pretty it's good. Not sure thing. Come to mama, boys. Oh, no, it wasn't a sure thing. I'm sorry. It wasn't. What, oh, um, his big movie. You know, uh, Say Anything. Sorry. Yeah. That's say a, anything. It's just great. Not a yeah. sure thing. Say she, anything. I, that's my I gave my heart. She gave me a pen. Yeah. Say Anything is really cool. I like that. Yeah, movie. it is. It's very, very good. All right. It's let's an, wrap. It's, it's an intelligent. I was about to say it's a more takes itself more seriously John Hughes type film. Yeah, yeah. And you're going to say, "Oh, it's better than anything John Hughes ever made." <laughs> anyway, let's not go there. Let's not open no. that old wound, Joe. You know? No, I was like, I'm dying to say. All right, let's wrap this one up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> He's been waiting for that. Yeah. So, uh, um, Charlie, can you say where can you say where, well, people can yeah. find you? Rusted, just type in Rusted Junk on Facebook and you'll find us. We'd love to hear your message. Go and listen to us. We're on all major uh, podcasting and streaming services. Um, the website's nearly built, so you'll be able to go to a website at some point. Um, I think you can go to it now, but if you try and look at it on a mobile, it would look like gobbledygook, so you wouldn't know what you're looking at. So I need to work on that this week. Um, pardon me. This this uh, this season is all about sequels. We just recorded Beverly Hills Cop 2. Um, uh, so we had a really good conversation about that. Um, uh, Dom doesn't know it yet, but I need to I need him to fill in and do the Halloween film because he's the, the, the Halloween film that we've got to do. Um, but I need him to fill in quicker <laughs> than, than the uh, two, oh, weeks. two two or three. Oh well, no, we're doing how he's he wanted Evil Dead too, he, oh. you know, because last year he did Nightmare on Elm Street, so it's kind of like his thing that he does the horror film. Um, and I said, well, yeah, absolutely, let's let's just carry on. I mean, you're quite welcome, Joe. Of course you are. Um, but yeah, we thought of doing. He wanted Evil Dead too, uh, and I said, can we do Halloween too? Despite the fact that Halloween two till all the films in between that and the 2018 remake don't exist in the Halloween canon. Well, ha- Halloween 3 doesn't have Michael Myers in it, right? No. Just two? Yes. Because it's on, And it's on the same night. So oh, it exactly is? the same night, yeah. Yeah, I'm not interested in it. So it's all about the hospital. Did you see the new one? Uh, I'm halfway through it. Is it any good? A very disturbing first, very disturbing first 10 minutes. Really? Of, wh- of which Michael Myers isn't involved in. Oh, okay. But <laughs> very disturbing. Like... And then when he comes back in, it's business as usual. No, but is it disturbing that he's not in it, or it's disturbing <laughs> that it's gross and disgusting? Oh, I mean, it's you know, I I, I, I like, I, I I like, I genuinely like the films, even though what it says one of them has to die. Well, it's going to be Jamie Lee Curtis. I haven't watched the rest of it, but it's got to be her because you've got to, you're not going to kill this cash cow, are you? You're going to just keep it going, but. Yeah, the, the the start, you expect him to be that, and he's not. But there is a scene involving a, like a eight year old, boy, death, 
and I, gen I genuinely went, whoa, whoa, oh my god. Really? Oh my god. I was told you can't do that. Like, it, did it show, like, his death? Yes. Wow. Yes. And it wasn't a nice. But it wasn't anything to do with gore. There's no gore in it. But there's, there's definitely a death. Go and watch it. If you if you if you got if you got the means to, of course. All right. Will it disturb uh, me for the rest of my life? No, we won't disturb you. He'll just he'll just go. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, but yeah. I'm, I'm I'm I enjoy them, but what I don't like is cutting out the canon, the bits in the middle, just because there was Halloween Four, the Return of Michael Myers, Halloween Five, and so on, and then Halloween H two O, and then you had the reboot, and then ugh. I saw yeah. the last one before this one. The one with Anthony Michael Hall. Was he in it? Yeah, he was the lead guy the from the Breakfast Club. He was the he was the geek in the Breakfast Club. No, I know who he is, but I, yeah. I didn't realize. I mean, I, yeah, I know it. Jamie Lee Curtis was in it, and her, and her mother was in it. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, Anthony Michael Hall played the the guy that basically sat around the bar and g'd up the crowd, and he was like the head of the head of the Bay mob. That was him. Well, I, I kind of forgot it. But... Anyway, go and watch the first ten minutes if you okay. think you can do it. Yeah. <laughs> All right then. All right. Uh, but yeah, um, uh, don't run this... away yet. Let me finish. Okay. No, oh no, no you no, finish. No, 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 you've done it. You want yeah, to... I'm done. Okay. Well, I was going to say, and if you want, you can email me at joe at com or send me a friend request. Uh, check out WGW News Today, Disneyland News Today, as well as Universal Parks. Did I say that? Too? Mm, whatever. All your Disney Universal News. <laughs> Russian, Russian, Russian. And finally, if you'd like to become, like our show and enjoy other WDWNT podcasts and like to become a Patreon supporter, please visit the WDWNT Patreon page at www.patreon.com slash WDWNT. And with that, this will be the end of WDWNT Nerd Alert Season 8, Episode 45. So until next time, see ya. Bye.